This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, the return of Minnesota Viking football also means the return of Matthew Collar on the Lake Show. Not that he's ever left. I mean, he fills in when I'm gone. We catch up with him a lot. Off-season, not just in-season, but uh, he's joining us now on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Matthew, football, baby. Hey, did uh, my friend Paul Hodewanek there just report that winter might be cold this year? Was that the report? <laughs> I didn't hear what he said. I didn't, I didn't, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to throw Paul Hodewanek under the bus. I, I'm not going to throw him under Winter the bus. Is coming. You, that, that's what you're doing right now, though. You're throwing him under the bus. Why would you do that? I, I'm just making sure that I got that right, that the whole report was it could be cold, and which I thought, you know what, that's good reporting. I think it's accurate. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so, look. Be honest, man. The, the way that the way that I am at NBA Summer League, or the way that I am on an NBA draft night, or the first week of the college basketball season, or um, the NBA, all of that wrapped in one. That was you this past week, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know what? Though it's uh, the NFL season starting. It's, it's always a great time for us to, you know, not only speculate like crazy but also overreact like crazy um and that's i think my favorite part is like you know you go back to week one last year and you have the green bay packers losing 38 to 3 and everyone thinks that they're done with and then we're kind of getting the same kind of reaction uh to now and and, you know it's kind of hard to like parse through like what what is worth reacting to what is not worth reacting to uh what can they sustain and i even asked kevin o'connell that question today like how do you guys figure out what can sustain and what can't sustain um throughout a season and i think that's a really you know hard question basically his answer was they're always going to kind of look for the things that they did wrong and try to improve upon them and so even though it is a uh, great uh, day for all minnesota vikings fans to have beaten the green bay packers it's also for the team they're looking back at yesterday and saying you know what we did leave some yards on the table. We did open the door for the Packers a couple of times. Didn't stop the run particularly well. Like that game could have gone in some different ways had they, you know, just like given up a 75 yard touchdown from the outset of the game as opposed to a drop. So, um, you know, it's always like a, a fun part of it for us to kind of look back and say, all right, what, like, what does that really mean of what we just saw in week one? 
Yeah, we're talking to Matthew Collar here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter at Matthew Collar, Mr. Purple Insider himself. All right, so I could not have drew it up any better than what we saw transpire yesterday for the Minnesota Vikings. Like, that's what you wanted to happen. You wanted your team that hadn't showcased anything to anyone out there because they didn't you know, play Kirk Cousins and J.J., anybody of significance during the course of the preseason. They come out there yesterday, and they just control that game from start to finish. I never felt like there was any fear that the Green Bay Packers were going to get back into the game, and they didn't. I just never felt that at all, and typically we feel that in a Packers-Vikings matchup. Um, What was the most impressive thing that you took away from week one in that matchup yesterday between the Vikings and Packers? Well, I think what you always want to hear is the opposing coach after the game say we got out schemed, especially when you hired Kevin O'Connell in particular to modernize the offensive scheme, right? And to get the most out of Justin Jefferson. And like that right there is what you were dreaming of is to, to have Justin Jefferson not only catch footballs and make great plays, he's always going to do that no matter what, but to be wide open in doing so. It's like for. Some of those catches, I mean, uh, Laquan Treadwell could have made some of those catches. Jefferson was so wide open. And I, and I think that like that's what you're looking for, right? Is, is not just can he make great plays, can he be the center of your offense, but also can you make life easy on Kirk Cousins at times? Can you make life easy on Justin Jefferson at times? I think that was the biggest factor to feel like uh, the, the Packers were scrambling and couldn't figure out where Justin Jefferson was going to be. I mean, they had linebackers on him at times. There was one point where there's a defensive lineman trying to defend against Justin Jefferson. Like, you want to see the other team's head spinning or like that SpongeBob Mr. Crab meme. Like, that's how you want to see the other team looking on defense. And I thought that they did. And the other thing, too, was that there was a third down that they could have late in the game or just hand it off, punt the ball back, play defense, open the door for Rodgers to have a miraculous comeback. And instead, Kirk Cousins finds Adam Thielen for a 22-yard gain. And that was dialing that up, an aggressive play, saying we're going to put this game away right here. And I, and I thought if we're looking for things that differed from the Mike Zimmer era, I thought that that type of play was different. Do you think that are, are you with everybody else that said that based on like the video of the locker room and just the way that Kirk Cousins sounded and talking to the media and stuff yesterday that he's just in a much better place um, from a leadership perspective, from a comfortability perspective with Kevin O'Connell, just all of those things that he just that he feels like that that he can breathe again because. I think that that was the number one thing that I heard people talking about yesterday. In full transparency, I wasn't at the game yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's, it's sort of like this, Henry. Like, you've always done a great show on WCCO, but you've had some different bosses. And there are some bosses that made you feel a lot more comfortable doing things your way and saying what you want to say on the radio than others, right? Like, you, uh, you know, even though you're going to perform in a, a lot of the same ways because you're a professional and you've been doing it a long time, there is a difference in how you feel about going about your job. And I think that's uh, that was evidenced by, you know, Kirk Cousins yesterday. Um, the head coach talking to the quarterback after sequences is something new and probably helpful uh, for, this, for this team, right? But, you know, I, I also think that just, um, you know, in general, that's something that you're kind of looking for to confirm your preconceived notion anyway, right? Like we all knew how Zimmer and Cousins felt about each other. So any evidence that points to 
more of that is like, look, see, that's why he's here. But also, the players made a plea to ownership to hire someone like Kevin O'Connell after they fired Mike Zimmer, and then they wanted a younger person. They wanted someone who understood players. They wanted a more aggressive offense. Like, they got everything they wanted in Kevin O'Connell. So now it's up to them to continue to do this week in and week out because that's the bet that they were making is to point the finger at Zimmer. So it certainly behooves Kirk Cousins to be like, yep, this guy, you know, right? Like, it it wasn't my fault. It was the last guy, the last coach's fault, and now we've got our guy. So I guess we'll see how that plays out over the full season. But at least for one weekend, um, everything really came together perfectly with what the players wanted when Mike Zimmer was let go. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, joining us here, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. And, you know, when I look at what transpired yesterday, there was something that just jumped off the uh, the screen as I was watching on television, and I was just thoroughly impressed. And I, and I knew that he was a good player, but he was dominant as hell yesterday. And it was uh, Zadarius Smith. And the way that I viewed his performance yesterday, I'm not saying it's on the same level, but it to me, in terms of his impact, it was very similar. And I can, let, let me take you back a couple of years because I know that you were watching it too, like the rest of the world. But remember when Khalil Mack made his debut as a Chicago Bear against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football? Like, he totally, I mean, he crushed it. Like, he was a wrecking ball against the Packers. They could do nothing with him. To me, that was a similar situation yesterday with Zadarius. He was just a man-child yesterday. What do you think about his performance yesterday? And do you think that just based on what you saw yesterday, that that is something that we could envision him doing the majority of this season? Now, I know, I know it's it, it's hard to predict that a guy's going to be that dominant, dominant for the course of an entire NFL season, but my God, man. I mean, he threw <laughs> A.J. Dillon around like he was a rag doll one time. Yeah, I think that uh, the health is always the big issue, right? Because the Baltimore Ravens wanted to sign Zadarius Smith and then backed out at the last minute, and we all kind of raised eyebrows like, okay. And then when you look at Zadarius's contract, it certainly suggests that the league was nervous about his health. And so far, keeping him healthy is, is a credit to the Vikings staff and a credit to the way they handled the preseason. If you were wondering, is it more important to not – play your starters and keep them healthy or knock the rust off, I think we got an answer that uh, it was more important to not play the starters. Um, but, you know, what, what Zedarius Smith brings is, I don't think you have to look too far away, um, what Everson Griffin brought to them for years, yep. which is just this this sort of like beating heart of the defense that you knew like everything else could kind of be going wrong and this guy will bail you out because he never stops. I mean, he'll get the big sack. He'll get the big tackle for loss. He'll make that play that if you feel like your defense is on its heels and you're starting to fall apart, he's going to save it. And that's what, you know, that's what great, I think, defensive ends and pass rushers can do for you is that they can make everything right if something was wrong. If you blew a coverage or whatever else, that guy can pressure the quarterback. I mean, there were probably times where receivers were open, but Aaron Rodgers was under pressure a lot. And I think that's, what the Vikings are going to have to rely on because uh, yesterday the secondary was fine aside from, you know, the wide open should have been long touchdown, but they've got to play AJ Brown this week and they've got to play Tyreek Hill in a couple of weeks. Like they, they have a, uh, a bunch of receivers that they're going to play. 
that are pretty good, and, and they're going to be tested a lot more. But if you have pressure on the quarterback, I mean, it's just common sense, right? Like, you, no matter how good Aaron Rodgers is, if you pressure him, he's a lot worse. And uh, that's exactly what Zedarius Smith uh, did for them yesterday. And it's something that, that, that was missing when Everson Griffin wasn't there. Man, I just – I'm so glad you brought up EG because I thought he did – He, I mean – you know, the the intensity and the way that he was playing was so reminiscent of Everson. I, so I think you're absolutely spot on. How would you, if you had to give a letter grade to the uh, to the coaching staff, specifically the coordinators and how they did in week one, what grade would you give? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you could give anything but an A to either one of them. I mean, uh, when you come out on offense and the opening script produces a touchdown right away, and you add the fact that Kevin O'Connell went for it on fourth down. Not that I would expect any coach. Zimmer would have gone for it there, okay? Like, they were at the one-yard line. They were going to try to score. But, you know, being aggressive in that first opening script, getting a couple of big 20-plus-yard plays to Justin Jefferson right away, not hanging around uh, and, and waiting. They went right after it from the outset, and then they kept the gas pedal mostly on until the game was uh, decided. And if they had finished some drives, like, they put up 23 points, um, so, you know, we're not like completely crowning them, but uh, that could have been more if they just finished a couple of drives uh, yesterday. So I, I have, I mean, really no criticism for the way that the game was called on offense. And then on, on defense, um, there was a lot of Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball away. There was a lot of Rodgers taking hits and, and looking frustrated. And how much was caused by his own receivers? Like, if Devontae Adams is playing in that game, what does Rodgers throw for, right? And, and what does his stat line look at like if, if they catch, you know, if Christian Watson catches the touchdown? So, you know, maybe there was a few things here or there. But when you hold Aaron Rodgers to seven points at U.S. Bank Stadium, I mean, you had everybody on the same page. And, I mean, the, the defensive call on the goal line, I, I saw some people breaking that down today. It was just a, the perfect call for that handoff up the middle to stuff them at the goal line, which was a, a massive play for the momentum of that game, for the defensive line. They were kind of reeling a little bit on that drive, and then they come up with the biggest play at the best time. I mean, I thought you, you could not have asked for a better debut from the entire coaching staff. Yeah. All right, I got a couple of final things for you, and then we'll let you go, Matthew, because it was uh, – look, it, that was just a, a thing of beauty yesterday watching the, uh, the Vikings not only beat the pack but dominate the pack. Um, on your website, purpleinsider.com, of which I'm looking at right now, uh, you're on the phone in this picture. Who are you talking to? Uh, I was talking to, uh, I remember when that picture was taken, a friend of mine that I covered in the American Hockey League, a goalie by the name of David Leggio, oddly. That's who I was on the phone with. I, I don't know why I remember that, but he called like in the middle of a camp practice. And then uh, we had a social media guy for the radio station that shall not be mentioned that I used to work for, and he sort of like took a picture of me because he thought it looked very reporterish. I was hoping you were going to say Sloan Martin, but but I, you know, I just that's what I was hoping. That's what I was, and, and real quickly, I do want to mention this because maybe I have to bring Paul Hodawanik in here. He just tweeted at you. He said Matthew Collar giving me no chance to defend myself on WCCO with Lake Show crazy stuff. It all has. It's all stemming from you trying to throw him under the bus with regards to his uh, his weather report. His uh, yeah, his weather report. I'm talking about the winter. What's up with that? I mean, I think that Paul has got an issue with you on that. Yeah, look, there might be a bit of a schism here. There might be there might be some leadership issues that I'm having at Purple Insider. Maybe I need to uh, learn from Kevin O'Connell about how to uh, 
support my quarterback, Paul Hodewanek. But honestly, no, Paul does contribute uh, a ton to Purple Insider. We did the podcast yesterday after the game. Uh, he always has great perspective on that and is a terrific writer, by the way. Um, so, you know, I have the utmost respect for Paul. I just want, I just want more details to understand why it was newsworthy that this winter in Minnesota is going to be like cold. And and then even the person he interviewed said, well, we're not really sure. And I'm like, no, sir, I'm sure it'll be cold. I, I promise it will be. I don't know what the Vikings final record is going to be, but I know I'm going to freeze my tail off when it comes to December. Hey, Paul, do you want to uh, defend yourself? Hey, Matt, how's it going? What's up, Paul? <laughs> is it going to be cold this winter? I, I think it is. I mean, are you? Yeah. No, we were just talking El La Nina. Uh, people, <laughs> you know, this it's it's was newsworthy. You, you were just you were just talking. You were just having a casual La Nina yeah. conversation. <laughs> yeah, and As it's going to be cold. Uh, but everyone in Minnesota wants to know how cold. How often are we going to be freezing outside? And traditionally, La Ninas would mean we're going to be freezing a lot, and we're. Just trying to calm people and say it might not be that bad. See, I'm just trying to help the people. Hey, did y'all peep that? To help the people. The, 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 that was the most inside radio, I guess, two or three seconds ever. Because after Matthew's talking about Paul, mm-hmm. Paul said, "What's up, Matthew?" He almost said it like 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 a parent on the other end of the phone, and the kid doesn't know that the that the that the parents just like bit of uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Matthew's like, "Oh damn, what would I say? What would I say?" So we're going to work through this schism together. All, all right, Matthew. All. <laughs> Air that dirty laundry on CCL. <laughs> it's going to be cold, guys. And you know what? It's either going to be really cold or super cold. So get your mittens ready. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, Matthew, always a pleasure, man. And uh, we'll talk to you later, my friend. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider. Also, Paul, what a hot one. I'm now, I'm, now I'm laughing so much that I'm butchering Paul's last name, who's also with Purple Insider as well, uh, joining us here on The Lake Show. All right. Uh, we will uh, take a break. Nothing better than naturally awkward radio. <laughs> and really quickly, hey, the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, not the only Minnesota football team to dominate this weekend. We get to that next year on The Lake Show. Are we ready for the Gophers to be relevant? I say slow down just a, a minute. They're 2-0. In terms of outscoring their opponents, they have outscored their opponents in the first two games 100-10. to So, you know, with that being said, I, I just th- – that's not impressing me. I, look, New it's Mexico not? State – No. New Mexico State is one of the worst college football teams I've seen in a long time. Western Illinois, like, okay, am I supposed to be impressed by that? 62, like, I'm not saying that I'm not happy that they crushed these two teams. I am happy, but I'm not impressed. Like, impress me when you whoop up on Big Ten teams. That's what I want to see. Well, I think that the, will impress me. Like, I think the very fact, though, that correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't this team lose to a very bad Bowling Green team? They haven't stubbed their toe, and they're doing what they're supposed to do with these, you know, non-conference, you know, money games that these FCS and these, you know, lower tier teams are coming in. You, you don't want to pay a team seven hundred thousand dollars to come in and beat you. Like you're doing what you should. Yeah, and you're doing what you should, and you're doing it. That's not I, impressing me though. Like, but, there's a difference between doing what you should and impressing someone. 
And by the way, Mo didn't play last year against Bowling Green. Other, other, some of their other top guys didn't play against Bowling. And I'm not making that they should have beat Bowling Green. Doesn't matter who they, I mean, who they have. Yeah, they, you should, you should beat Bowling Green. Yeah, when you're a 34 point favorite at home, no question, you should beat those teams. And you know, a couple years ago when they went to, you know, they had that great year and beat Auburn. You look at some of those very close games to begin the year. They didn't play well, yeah, but they, but they ended up winning. And the fact that. They have now won where Iowa has a bad loss. Wisconsin has a bad loss. Ike, you're looking at it right now, and people are like, oh, it looks even better, I think, in retrospect, because well, some on. of these other teams are not looking really Hold good. on. Do you, think that, do you think that Washington State is a better program than Western Illinois and New Mexico State? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're not in the same category as the two teams we beat. They're better. They are. Yeah. But at the same time. You, I'm just I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, you're playing these teams that you're heavy favorites. Mm-hmm. You go in there, you play crisp football, you get a win, you look impressive. So many times they haven't been able to do that, and, and you're starting to see what this team could be. And well, to be you were, so, so I guess you were impressed with 38 nothing over New Mexico State. Yeah, I was not. You were not. Okay. New Mexico State is god awful. It's one of the worst college football teams it's, I've seen see, in a long time. I watched them. Though they played on short rest, but on a not, short week, they they played on a Saturday, lost at home against, and they, and they looked awful. But then so, you should be you should be even happier then because if they're that bad, they took you, care of business. There's yeah. a difference between taking care of business and being impressed. There's a difference there. Like I expect the twins. To beat the Royals this series, so what will it what, impress me? No. What could have impressed you with what the Gophers could have done in the first two games? Nothing. That's the point. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing could have done. Nothing, nothing could have done. Nothing. Wow. When you if 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 wow. if if the Duke Blue Devils, mm-hmm. okay, in college basketball, if they play St. Thomas and they beat St. Thomas by fifty, will I be impressed? No. You get what I'm saying now? Like that's to be expected, right? But it's it might be it, you might be able to expect it, but it doesn't always happen. The fact that it happened the way that you expected to, but I just think, because you expect it doesn't mean that a team impressed you doing what they did. There's a difference there. So why even schedule these games? Why because even play these early games? You got to get reps, right? But you got to play some cupcakes sometimes, right? But you're playing cupcakes. And you're beating the snot out of the cup. Yes, yes. Which is what you should do. Yes. And you can look good doing it. Yes, yes. And you can look good, and you can impress people while looking good while taking care of business. Both of these can be true. No, you can. Both you of can, them can be true. No, no. Yes, they can. No, th- 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 just because you beat the snot out of somebody doesn't mean that I'm impressed by what you did. That doesn't. That does not mean they are going to beat the snot out of Colorado because Colorado's awful. Doesn't mean that Henry Lake's going to be impressed. Impress me when you go to East Lansing on September 24th and you beat Michigan State. But they're playing good football. They're playing fundamentally sound football. They played good. Against terrible teams. Yes. 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 And I guess I look at it, I'm like, yeah, okay, you're, you're playing good. That's good. I'm impressed. Maybe maybe I'm easily impressed because you are Gophers. easily impressed. I am easily impressed. You are easily impressed. And I'm not even a Gopher fan. I'm easily impressed. Yes. BJ Fleck, you impressed me. When I go to a bar yeah. and I'm up at the bar, just because somebody, a woman compliments mm-hmm. me, that I mean, that's to be expected. 
Oh, see, doesn't now, mean I don't say no. <laughs> no, I'm not going there. I'm a married man. I'm a married man. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I'm married. I ain't doing that. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm not going there. That's nope. a good one. Nope. All right. Coming, <laughs> coming up next, we'll take a, a look at the local weather with uh, meteorologist Paul Douglas, and then uh, we'll do uh, this week's edition of Around. The NFL. That's next year on The Lake Show. All right, CCO Radio is proud to be a part of Hope Rocks, a one-of-a-kind fundraising gala on Friday, September 23rd. The event benefits Face Lodge, a retreat center in Wisconsin for parents who have lost a child. The night includes dinner, silent, and live auctions and will be emceed by our own Vanita Sakar. All proceeds from the evening help provide connection, counseling, and support for parents after a child has passed Go to WCCORadio.com backslash events for more details. Man, that sounds like that's going to be one heck of a night in clearly Face Lodge doing great work um, because we all know that anybody out there that's a parent, if you lose a child, that is uh, something that you it's, – it's really hard to overcome for the rest of your life. I just can't even imagine. All right, uh, now it's time. Latest edition. Week one edition of Around the NFL. Well, I suppose we should probably talk about the uh, the Vikings kicking the snot out of the Green Bay Packers. You love it. I love it. We all love it. If you we, love all love it. we all love you it. We all love it. You like that? It. We like it. We like it. I like that. By the way, uh, I love Kirk Cousins' uh, tucked in shirt with the uh, short sleeves. The rocking that rocking that Coles cash for sure. Um, did that game yesterday, did that say more about the Vikings or the Packers? I know you said the Vikings needed it more, but at the end of the day, which team does it reflect more on? I think it actually um, reflects more on the Vikings. Now, do I think that the Green Bay Packers are going to regress? Yeah, I think they'll regress a little bit. But I think that our defense is, is probably going to be a lot better than what we expected. Now, I still got questions about the secondary. I'm not sold on the Patrick Peterson Cam dance. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not sold on all of that. But at the end of the day, man, when you see Zadarius Smith and Daniel Hunter do what they did and Harrison Phillips, what he did, oh yeah, I mean, I I like that. Okay, I like that. All right, so now we're in week two. Two teams are one and zero. Vikings and the Chicago Bears. The Bears beat the Niners yesterday, nineteen to ten. Now, granted, field conditions, Soldier Field were terrible, awful, terrible. terrible. Yep. Detroit got into a shootout with Philadelphia, came up a little bit short. How do we feel about the NFC North now? Minnesota and Chicago both one and zero. Green Boy, uh, Green Bay, and Detroit both zero and one. I still think this between the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. Okay. I think that those are the top two teams in the division. I think we're going to learn a lot more about the Vikings. This week. Next week, when they face a mobile quarterback in Jalen Hurts. Guy that you and I both really wanted. I wanted oh, I, 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 I wanted, wanted I wanted him. He went third round. I was saying, man, I'd like to get a guy like Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. in the third or fourth round. And, of course, Philadelphia, they took him. But we're going to learn a lot more about how good the Vikings possibly could be by going on the road in a hostile environment. Not every road game is a hostile environment. But Philly, I've been told, it's pretty hostile. Like, that's 
That's a mean well, group heard, of, no. of that's a mean group of folks. I haven't heard that before. Really? No, mm. no, I've, okay. I've not heard anything bad about Philadelphia fans. And I'm not going to say that Green Bay's cooked. I'm not going to say they're done. Okay. Well, I, I want to ask you about the aforementioned game coming up one week from tonight. A.J. Brown, who uh, Philadelphia got in an offseason trade from Tennessee, 10 catches, 155 yards. We know Justin Jefferson, 9 catches, 184 yards, and 2 touchdowns. So let me ask you this. Between those two guys, we know that's what this game is going to be marketed as. Who's going to have the better week? Not which team is going to win. Which wide receiver is going to have the better numbers next week, A.J. Brown or Justin Jefferson? J.J. Good. It is pretty simple because J.J. is the better receiver. J.J. is going to have the better week because he's the more talented wide receiver, and we have a quarterback that throws the football, is not a runner. Jalen Hurts is going to get some more runs in there. So I'm absolutely going with the best wide receiver in the league right now, and that's Justin the Gritty Jefferson. All right. Next question. We know that the Vikings were impressive, but you look around the league, there were a lot of other pretty good performances. Patrick Mahomes put up five touchdowns as, you know, Kansas City rolled Arizona. Uh, you got the Buccaneers, 19-3 to over Dallas. Now, I know Dak got hurt in that game. But if we look all around the NFL, the Ravens over the Jets. I know it's the Jets. Which team impressed you the most yesterday? The team that impressed me the most in week one? Yes. Was Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills. Like, the Rams are still a good football mm-hmm. team. They went to L.A. and just basically manhandled the Rams. They mollywopped the Rams. Ooh. Aaron Donald. Word. Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the league, and it's not close. They whooped up on the L.A. Rams. 31-10? to 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, last night, Tampa Bay, Dallas, Dak Prescott, fourth quarter, breaks his thumb, breaks his throwing hand. Now, they're going to go with Cooper Rush temporarily. Let me ask you this. It's week one. you got plenty of time. Do the Cowboys make a move for Jimmy Garoppolo? Will they? Not sure. Should they? No. I don't think that them trading for Jimmy G would do anything to enhance their chances of being a factor. I don't. I I just don't. like. I like Jimmy G, Mm -hmm. but he's not an elite quarterback. I think that the Cowboys have a lot of other issues. Like, I'm not a, a believer in their offensive line. So I don't think it's worth them trading for Jimmy G. So to me, the NFC East, it was two teams before. It was Dallas and it was Philadelphia. No disrespect to the Giants who you know, ended up beating Tennessee yesterday or Washington. Carson Wentz had four touchdown passes. Who's going to win the NFC East? Is, is this kind of the Eagles division at this point? Yeah, I think that's by, by default. I think the Eagles are going to win this division okay. because I think that you just look across the board. I think that their defense – is good enough to win the division, as well as the fact that Jalen Hurts, I think that Jalen Hurts is never going to be a guy that you're going to be wowed by his numbers, but he's going to do enough for this team to to win a division. I think if you put good talent around him to yeah. accentuate what he does. Like as A.J. A Brown? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that A.J. Brown, that's turned out pretty good. Is their running game good enough? Not sure, but we'll see. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Miles Sanders doesn't scare me the way that, Agreed. that you know, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones did. All right, so Miami beat New England 20-7. to Mac Jones got a back injury. Are the Patriots now the third best team in the AFC East behind Buffalo and by, behind Miami? Yes. And I think that the conversation now has started 
about Tom Brady was the man mm-hmm. and Bill was I don't want to say that Bill Belichick was just a guy. No no one no one's gonna buy that, no one's believing that. But I think that some of the shine on Bill Belichick is starting to wear off. Well, we hear about quarterbacks that can make their wide receivers better. We heard that all the time with Brett Favre. Yep. So now are we seeing that Tom Brady maybe made Bill Belichick a better coach than than what Bill Belichick is? We could be seeing that. Okay. Yep. All right, it's going to wrap up around the NFL. Coming up next, it's time for headlines. We hop into it next year on The Late Show. All right, we'll get into it quickly here. Let's do headlines here on this day of September the 12th. Christopher Tubbs. Let's knock them back, man. All right, let's uh, let's do it, A.H. Lake. I'll try and be impressive with my headlines here. Hey, four people, including two pregnant women, were shot outside a North Minneapolis bar just before midnight on Friday. Minneapolis police responded to a shooting in the 2100 block in North uh, 4th Street North. The victims, one of them was a 17-year-old pregnant girl and a man in his 30s suffering life-threatening injuries. A different man in his 30s and a different pregnant woman suffered non-life-threatening injuries. No arrests have been made, and the police believe the shots were fired from a vehicle. Now, Friday's shooting comes after shootings on Thursday night that left seven people injured and two people dead, including a 16-year-old. So far this year, Lake, 62 homicides in Minneapolis. Yeah, that's uh, it's not good. It's never good. It's never good when you have crime um, that could be prevented if people would just <laughs> know that you shouldn't be taking a life. And we shouldn't be a part of just nonsense across the board. But, yeah, it's sad when we have people that are losing their lives left and right. And uh, such a tragic situation. We're talking about a 17-year-old pregnant girl shot, a 16-year-old kid killed. So uh, very, very sad news. I didn't even have a chance to experience life. Hey, a new study has found that the risk of hospitalization among unvaccinated adults in the United States was 10.5 times higher after the emergence of the Omicron variant compared to those vaccinated and boosted. Mm. And now it's a broken record, you guys. But the study comes from the uh, CDC prevention noted that the race rate of hospitalization was two and a half times higher among those that were vaccinated, but not boosted compared to those that received all of their shots. So, I mean, y- you still get those. It's booster- not breaking news anymore. Get those booster shots, folks. Get get vaccinated and get boosted. Yeah. I'm double boosted. Let's go. Me too. I'm ready. Hey, extreme heat in California has left Twitter without one of its key data centers, and company executives warned in an internal memo that another outage elsewhere could result in the service going dark for some of its users. Now, like all uh, major social media platforms, Twitter relies on data centers, which are essentially huge warehouses full of computers, including servers and storage systems, and uh, controlling the temperatures in these centers. It's critical to ensuring that they don't overheat and malfunction. That's something that could happen to pretty much any computers. But when you're running a major social media network, that's not good. You know, uh, and we'll get into this at some point because um, I know that we have a full show next Monday as well. But, man, I, I got to say it. Like, we have to come to grips with stop the denial of what's taking place on planet Earth. Like, we got issues, man, and we got to start addressing these issues. And that's all I'll say about that. All right, coming up next, over the weekend, Lindsey Whalen, a Hall of Famer, Charles Holman, Minnesota spokesman recorder. He was there. We'll talk that in WNBA playoffs next. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.